You are listening to Salty Believer Unscripted, a conversation on Christian ministry and the Christian life. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. I'm Brian Catherman. In today's episode, Brian and I are taking a break from packing our suitcases. Uh, we're getting ready to go to the Simeon Trust Workshop uh, in California. And uh, we're going to talk about, uh, I mean, we've, we've done some online stuff. We've, we've interviewed yep. these guys, but now we're actually going to a workshop. So here's what I suggested uh, so our listeners know. That we should just sort of to, to document our trajectory yeah. through this whole thing by way of podcast. So come so, along with us on this journey. There you go. And so <laughs> what about the people, okay, so what about the people who are not preachers? Sure. What would be the value of listening to this, do you think? I'm going to have some ideas. What do you think? We're well, going to talk about our engagement with a preaching workshop that's in Southern California. Why yeah. should people listen? Well, for one, they could recommend it to their pastor, maybe. There you go. You that's know. good. Um, but I think it's a, a, a great tool and a great resource to help you understand God's Word and study it better. If they were interested, like doing online yeah. classes. I'm just going to throw this out there, and then we'll talk about what we're, we'll get into it. I think it's really helpful to realize what goes into preaching. Sure. So a lot of people, I mean, I, I remember hearing once Alistair Begg talk about some critic he had that goes, well, I could just stand up behind that box and talk. Right. And so Alistair Begg's like, well, let's give it a try and see how it goes. Like, there's a lot that goes into prep. It's not, we're just not getting up there throwing around our opinions. We're right. rightly handling the word of truth, which Paul encourages Timothy to do. It's a scary thing. You've talked about, like, you're handling God's word, and it's God's bride that you're feeding yeah. speaking like this is a bigger deal than people think it's not and then they well, my wife gives me grief like oh you said this on accident yeah because public speaking is a thing there's a lot that goes into this and i think too but based on our listeners based on your background you might not understand kind of what goes into preaching just based on your background because i mean you and i both preach expositionally yes you know and but i grew up in a kind of pentecostal background and i know some of those guys would just get up and say well i just want to share what god put on my heart you know right and when, when you and Opposed i preach to i want to preach what god put right. in his word and handle the word rightly <laughs> and that's a little more uh in depth you know i i don't preach that often i've got about 30 sermons under my belt and it takes me about 20 you to 30 keep, <laughs> keep saying i've got 30 sermons under my belt for a year how many times i mean you've preached you, it's got to be 35 36 right. 37 you're pushing 30 40 ish. you got to be pushing 40 at this okay. point but you're getting what 10 12 13 14 15 this year how many is it yeah i got about 12 on the docket this like year one a month overtake. for sure plus yeah. we're trying to get an evening thing going sure. you'll get a bunch in there yeah all right, cool. But, but what I'm saying is I spend probably 20 hours a week when I prepare my sermons. I mean, how, how many hours a week do you I would spend, love to be spending 20 hours a week, but I, I try to make sure I get about 12. I don't say, like, I'm pushing, but 12 is about the ballpark. Yeah. You know, that doesn't include when I'm driving down the road thinking about things. But, like, okay, I've, I've worked on the text for a bit. Uh, it's broke up over the week because I have other appointments. Right. I have things that I'm doing. But, okay, I did this. I have one whole day, about eight hours. It really is driven into the prep and then the rest has to kind of get around stuff but yeah about 12 yeah. because I've had to learn and right. hone the skills sure. which is what you're doing you're meeting with people and you're counseling people so we're going to this workshop for those who don't know about preaching and to kind of hone our preaching skills yes uh, getting together with other pastors it's a two three day event two and a half yeah we have the schedule so it's a Charles Simeon Trust workshop so you can yeah. go to their website which is Charles Simeon, Simeon Trust I oh, think it's just Simeon Trust Simeon Trust org. No, if I was uh, a good host I'd have that dialed in but and, you could Google it. But you can see all the workshops across the country. They do different workshops yeah. across the country. Yeah. Um, you Are you doing the... So they also do online courses. We've talked about that. Right. And they do the 
the Chicago sure. course, which we talked to Jeremy Meeks yeah. about, but we're not doing any of that. Right. I'd love to do the Chicago course, Just but I don't live in Chicago. Just to Chicago. Okay, <laughs> I, so you've done... You've done I've done first principles. Okay. And found it helpful? I did find that helpful, and I noticed it's not necessarily a requirement to do that before going to the workshop. Right. But you recommended it because you, you felt like it would be really helpful to kind of have some of the verbiage down. I think that's the reason for the the course is here's our overarching methodology and thinking about properly preparing and delivering sermons and so that's and then like even if you do the online courses which we have people in our church who've done some they're 19 bucks yeah you know and they're so valuable and that gets you access to it for like a year right a year yeah and there's a lot of material they have a right there's a lot there the first principles are generally honed into that first principles class all the rest of the classes i think are coming out of some some workshop lectures and seminary lectures and they are once you get that first principles done, man, those the biblical theology amazing, the, the and, persuasion amazing. And so you've the, done first principles. I've done first principles. Okay. You've done like almost every almost course, all of them. Yeah, I think I've done almost all. Um, of them. And then the workshop that we're going to, they do these across the country, and they're always like different topics, different books. Yeah. So we're going through the epistles. Second, yeah, epistles is the the genre, and the book they chose was Second Timothy. Yeah. So we'll go through the whole book, I think. Based on the workshops, the sure. lectures, the, they do a demonstration. So there's going to be some preaching to see yeah. the process demonstrated. There's like some teaching. And what's helpful, it's pretty cool. So uh, we're going as participants, so we don't have to actually preach no. while we're there. No. But we do have to prepare two passages as if we were preparing a sermon. Yeah. Not with the whole homiletical, you know, every little detail, but what's the main point? There's a whole worksheet. Yeah, they have do. that worksheet. We got we got to fill that out. We got some homework. <laughs> yeah, there's some prep work. Before we go out there. And then I, I've heard there's like small groups, like some breakout sessions. So what I'm gathering, and I think what we'll do to help people really follow along kind of how this works if they've never done it, is we'll just work through. We, so we have Robert Kenny scheduled. He's going to be teaching our one of the instructors yeah. at our workshop. He's yeah. going to be in Utah, and we're going to get him on the podcast, so that'll be fun. Yeah. But uh, and I think we're going to go to lunch, too. So that'll also awesome. be fun. But yeah. we'll get him to kind of explain pieces. And maybe somebody who's gone, that sort of thing. But... Basically, from what I'm seeing on the information they sent, there's some instructional sessions where we'll all be together, and they'll teach on some principles of how to preach epistles. Then then they'll demonstrate with some preaching, I think. Yeah. Uh, or they'll demonstrate maybe like, here's let's, let's go through a passage of Scripture, which wouldn't be the preaching part, and then we all work on that as a group. Then I think there's some examples of preaching, so you see that part of that text yeah. will be preached, and we'll get to see that. And then... We'll be in small group sessions throughout the three days. And those small group sessions, each person in the small group, because they're the breakouts, they've been assigned a passage. And so it looks like, from what I understand, no two people have been assigned the same passage. So, like, I would go through a section, here's how I see it, here's what I understand the main principle, or point being, here's a melodic line, here's the structure and outline, here's the, uh, all that stuff, right? Here's how I'd bring it forward, here's... Whatever's in the worksheet, and then someone else will do that, and someone else will do that. So by the time we're done, we should have really done a pretty good job going through a big chunk or a yeah. good part of, if not all, Second Timothy. So pretty cool, really intense, yeah. a lot going no, on. It's it's definitely a, an intensive deal. What I found interesting was, you know, we're going to this deal, and I think there's only going to be one or maybe two people from the Charles Simeon Trust. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a lot of the, the work is being done by people at the church that we're meeting at. Or at least people who've been meeting there. I don't know yeah. for sure, but yeah, in the area or Some somehow boots on tied the ground, to it. kind of, yeah. Yep. And we can ask we can ask uh, Robert Kenny when he's here, like, what's the situation yeah, with that? The so that's interesting. That. Yeah. What are you nervous about? 
And what are you excited oh, about? Like, uh, well, I mean, what do you start? Let's start with excited. What are you excited great. about? I'm excited to really grow my preaching. That's something I'm on. I want to really focus on this year, and I've been reading books on that. But I'm glad to see like a tangible way to just really come and, and learn some stuff and, and gain some insight that way. Yeah. What, that, what, what about you? I I am a, I really enjoyed sharpening the saw. I think my preaching this last year has greatly improved just just by thinking about preaching and working yeah. through these and then picking up on a lot of the things they're teaching, which has been so helpful. But I think I'm, I'm excited about doing some of this more hands-on with other preachers. Yeah. It's getting some of that feedback, hearing some of their take. Because I've been doing all the, the online courses, which is, is void of others. I've been right. doing it on my own. Yeah. And so right. I'm really excited yeah. about, okay, I want to I hear, hopefully it's gracious and kind, some yeah. feedback on my work. I want to hear some other thoughts in the lecturing because on the online courses they cut that part out. The lecturer speaks, there's a couple questions, and then they, they, you know, the video says hit pause and look at the text yourself, yeah. and then you play again. You're like, I want to hear what other people are saying. I want to hear how that See, goes. And I do too. I, I want to hear what other people are saying. But what's exciting you is what's making me nervous. Is I'm not really wanting to open myself up to to critique of my sermon outline. And, because I feel like I'm probably going to be the inexperienced guy having like 33 and a half sermons under my belt. 33 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I worry that there's going to be guys who are more experienced than me, and I might look like a weirdo who doesn't know what he's doing. Well, so I want to I want to speak into that for a minute, especially for people who don't preach and, and maybe don't think about this. When you are preaching and you're rightly handling the Word of God, God is watching and, and analyzing your preaching. And so to have a congregation listening and hearing from the Lord through you, and and eternity is on the line, and their sanctification is a part of it. You know, I think that's a higher standard than having three other pastors that might be able to help me tell me something that's not going to be, I'm not going to stand before God and give an account based on what I showed these pastors compared to, in the same way as me preaching that to the congregation. Yeah. So, I hope you start to recognize, wow, these guys are in this too, but I almost want to be more nervous and tremble more at the fact that I give an account right. before the Lord. So if these guys can help me to stand before God and give a better account, to feed the congregation the word of the Lord better, and uh, then I'm welcoming that. Although, yes, I do understand like that, sure. that idea of like, okay, I'm right. going to... Going to hear a critique right in front of me. Maybe I've gone through it enough. I'm going back to like I'm having flashbacks to my first oral presentation in class in eighth grade. You know, yeah, and everyone, yeah. <laughs> everyone's no, looking at you. But. I know those things are scary, but if, if if we really want our preachers to do well, so I would say if you're listening to this and you're not a preacher, you know, go give your pastor nineteen dollars sure. to say this is so you can take a Charles Simeon yeah. Trust course, not because I think you're a terrible preacher, yeah. but because I want to keep encouraging and supporting you. And then if they can go to, if your pastor can go to a workshop, sure. help them go to a workshop. Yeah, I mean, man. we're in Salt Lake City, so I mean, the closest one to us is in California. But some of these are really close to churches and stuff. They do a yeah. pretty good job at scattering they, them across the, the country. I want to go to one that's overseas. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd I don't have fun. the money for a flight, but that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be a little more than nineteen dollars, but that'd be a blast. Um, and then I'm excited too because um, your sons want to be a preacher one day and. And he's going to kind of tag along with us, right, and, and be a fly on the wall, maybe? Yes, I am so, so grateful for the Charles Simeon Trust guys. And, you know, I'm probably getting them in trouble or something. But generally, these things are are preachers, right? So if you're just wanting to go, you know, the, the criteria is, do you, are you training to be a preacher? Are you a preacher? Do you have regular preaching responsibilities? Are you over right. 18? Yeah. Because there's a whole lot of feedback here. Sure. But here's the thing. So Daniel, my 14-year-old at the time of the recording... Uh, 
you know, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? What do you want to do here? What do you want to do? And more than anything on the planet, he would just beg and beg and beg to go to a preaching conference with me. Sure. Like I because he wants to be a pastor. He's uh, training up. He's doing a Bible study with some of his homeschool peers. And I say homeschool awesome. peers, not just my house, but we have a right. co-op. <laughs> right? So, sure. But, like, he is really, this is the trajectory he wants in his life. And yeah. so so I reached out and kind of kind of begged them, can he just come? He won't speak. He won't do anything. Can he be a fly on the wall even though he's under 18? This is what he wants more than anything. And they were really, really gracious to to allow that. I'm pretty sure we paid for him to go. Yeah. So we're still paying the registration fee, yep. I think. I, I can't remember if they waived that or not, but I think they didn't. And uh, And I'm fine with that. And then he even had to preach a sermon. Yeah. So he's preached a sermon. We filmed a sermon. Like yeah. he's training to be a preacher, but right. they waived the age requirement. But he's sure. doing all the homework. He's done yeah. three classes online. So he did all the first principles wow. with all the handouts and questions. Like wow. he took it really seriously. Yeah. He's doing the homework going in. So even though he won't speak or participate, sure. he's going to do yeah. the text that I'm also doing. And um, just because they've been so gracious, I've told him, you have to take this seriously. He's preaching a sermon when he gets back yeah. at our senior adult luncheon from a text from Second Timothy, like he's taking it very seriously. So I am awesome. very excited to be I, going on a road trip with him. Right. Like that'll be fun. Maybe we'll have to interview him. I can't imagine, you know, being fourteen years old and getting to have an experience like this. Here I am forty and I'm trying to figure out how to start preaching. Right. And, All I cared you know. about when I was fourteen was like my dirt bike, yeah. bicycle, dirt bicycle, yeah. uh, BMX bike, right? <laughs> and Super Mario had been out for about a year. Right. right? So like that yeah. was the coolest thing so. on the planet and that was it. And yeah. he's like so dedicated and serious to this wanting to understand his craft and i mean he reads my sermons when we drive into church every morning he reads them out loud to me goes through my outline with me goes like he's very serious about this so the fact that they're letting him come i think is really pretty neat hopefully somebody someday you know when he's a pastor at a church and he's telling stories like oh it's because i went to this preacher's workshop (laughs) (laughs) so i guess i can't be intimidated if if somebody at 14 is is willing to step up and go he's just so serious about it right so awesome i think that's pretty exciting um i i like that we're traveling but i do kind of wish we were able to be closer sure you know uh I think because that'll eat. That's part of the time. We got to take yeah. a bunch of time to do that. So that's a little bit. Unf- maybe that'll be good. Maybe well, that'll be bad. Road trip. I don't know. Sure. I mean, yeah, it's nice to probably get away, but it would be nice. I feel like I'd go to more workshops if they were closer. That's kind of why you've done a lot of the online things, is because we're not really close well, we to live some in of these the, workshops. We live in the West. And there's just yeah. not as much stuff. The cities are all spread out. Yeah. And that makes it tougher. There's not a ton of uh, Christians. I know some would take offense to what I'm saying, but there's not a ton of Christians in Utah or even in the West. Or at least uh, those who hold to the Trinity, sure. who, would, who would hold to the creeds and confessions we believe. And then there's even yeah. less expository preachers, you know, that are preaching through God's word. And so the the pool is less where we're at. But I would yeah. love to see, and I would love to see a workshop here at some point. Who knows? I don't know. Let's go see what the workshop looks right? like first. Yeah. Right? Let's find see. out. So, yeah. And so, I, I don't know. What, what else? Any other thoughts before we kind of head out? I don't head that way. I think what we should do now. I I don't know if they'll come in time based on how we're going to do the recordings because a bunch of them are going to do there, right? Isn't sure, I, I hope so. Isn't that what we're hoping to do? I, I'd love to be able but to interview th- some people while we're out there. I think if people would be interested to email us, what's the email? Yeah. Uh, something believer at gmail.com. There you go. Well, they can ask questions about this. Um, if there are others in our area that would like to talk about it more, I guess I don't know. People who've gone who might want to yeah. give us some feedback. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is just a terrible trajectory for a podcast series I, but i don't think so i don't think so 
I think it'll be good. There's yeah. also, if you're listening and you're not a, so if you're listening and you're a preacher, I'm sure you're thinking, yeah. hey, maybe I should do this, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should look into Charles Simeon Trust, maybe I shouldn't. If you're not a preacher, there is a little book by, oh, yeah. let me think, stall for me while I look for this book. So, yeah, if, you, if you've listened to our podcast before, you've heard us interview some of the guys from Simeon Trust. Uh, if you've never heard those podcasts, I'd encourage you to go back and uh, listen to those, find those. Um, podcast because they kind of go into more detail about the Chicago course on preaching and the workshop and uh, just the different options that are available whether you're close to uh, these things or not. Uh, meanwhile, Brian's going to keep looking this for this book very, by oh, I found it. Christopher this Ash. This is all very good stalling <laughs> while I look for this little book. Good job, good job. Uh, if you uh, would really like to enhance your listening to the preached word, this is a little tiny guide. It's 30 pages long. It's called Listen Up, a practical guide to listening to sermons by Christopher Ash. That's why it's easy to lose on your bookshelf. It's, the, it's not it's very thick. It's super tiny. I mean, that's, a, yeah, there's no, like, that's a half hour read right there. Yeah, no, this is easy. But this is so helpful. And I honestly think if your pastor or the one that you're listening to and sitting under and preaching is regularly yeah. working hard in the exegetical sermons, I think being able to learn how to listen to preaching rightly will really enhance your sanctification, your growth in the Lord. I think that'll be really good for you. So if you are listening to this little journey and you're hearing the work that's going into it, yeah. I hope we don't uh, miss the opportunities for those that are hearing. Yeah. Right? But if you're a preacher, if you're yeah. a pastor, if you're in seminary, I really, I want, I could not encourage more that you go check out these yeah. Charles Simeon Trustings. They've been so helpful for me. We are not sponsored by them nope. as of yet. I think they're sponsored by... No, the podcast they do is yeah, they nine marks or something. But, We're not sponsored by anybody, yeah. but uh, we just want to encourage you to check that yeah. out. And then I think we'll try to do some on-location yeah. interviewing. Maybe we'll do one in the car with Daniel, see what his thoughts are going down. And... As long as it's not the driver who's operating <laughs> them. So, but we'll see what happens. Come alongside this journey with us, and, and hopefully if you decide to go to one of these workshops, you'll know what you're getting into because you came along with us, and uh, we'll let you know what we think. Maybe we'll we see back. you at one of those workshops yeah. if we go to another. Maybe we'll see you while we're down there. Uh, either way, until next time. Thanks for listening. Salty Believer Unscripted is a production of SaltyBeliever.com. Visit the website to find more resources like the podcast you've just listened to.